The Fantasy Football Edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers, where you can win 100 times your payout. Plus, every Sunday, Sunday they're giving away $100,000 as well. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy. We are also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for player parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOF.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Plus, the MMA Gambling Podcast just launched their YouTube channel. To celebrate, we're giving away a NBA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie for all the details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the SGPN Fans Football Podcast. I am your host, Emerson Beery. Happy to be joined by Justin Bruni today. How you doing, my friend? Doing good, doing good. Productive week eight. You know, still got things going here with this uh, Sunday night game with the Bears and the Chargers. Not going so good for my Bears right now, but, uh, you know, hoping for some garbage time production here from some of uh, my big guys, some DJ Moore maybe, you know, maybe some Foreman. We'll see. What else is new for your Bears, though, Justin? Let's be real at this point. Getting drenched getting drenched right now it's badging out there you know he's 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 look he's coming back down to earth a little bit after the kind of the sexy star talking about it you know the arm wrestling champion dad you know mm-hmm. the, the moxie that he brought from a division two school however it seems to be catching up with him a little bit hopefully better days ahead for justin fields when when justin fields returns my chiefs didn't do very well today either so i get mm. it mm. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes, not not a great day for fantasy. That was not pleasant. Uh, I have him and Josh Allen in one league, and neither really showed up this week. Josh Allen wound up getting two passing touchdowns, but Mahomes uh, killed me in a high-scoring matchup. It was tough. It was tough. Yes, the fumbles killed everybody on in fantasy. I was wondering why we were so excited to put McCole Hardman back at punt return. You know, he showed... He's only done that 20 times in his career, muffed the punt, you know. Why, why would we expect that outcome? And then Sky Moore just dropping an easy touchdown pass. Mahomes fumbling. Lots of issues today. So hopefully mm. hopefully that was just a random stint. But I am a little bit worried about the offense. But here tonight we're going to be diving into some waiver wire topics, some of the biggest waiver wire topics of the week. And my goal is – today is to hopefully give you some guys, you know, we'll try to get ahead of things a little bit, you know, we'll dive into some of the big waiver wire pickups, but hopefully we'll be diving into some sleepers as well. Somebody that not every single person in your fantasy league is going to be placing a waiver wire bid on. And of course, Justin will be bringing in the comments today since I am having a little bit of technological issues. So appreciate you bearing with us, Jamie in the chat. 
Why the F did Darrington Evans score the touchdown when it should have been Roshan? I thought about you, Jamie. I thought about you when Roshan Johnson made that, had that fumble a little bit earlier too. Justin, what's happening? I needed Foreman to get that touchdown. So I feel you. I feel you, but I needed it to go to Foreman. Hot garbage. Yeah, it's it's going it's tough sledding for that Chicago offense. Once Justin Fields get back, so I think it'll have some spike weeks though. To begin, how could we go anywhere else other than the story down in Tennessee for this waiver wire show? Will Levis coming in, lighting the world on fire with four touchdown passes right away. I thought it was going to be disaster. I was like, man, start your Atlanta defense this week. Go pick up Atlanta defense off your waiver wire. That was not the case. Will Levis had a very impressive debut. Any overarching thoughts from his performance? I, I don't know if it's going to be necessarily duplicated. I think some of those big plays from those receivers were maybe they felt a little bit lower percentage, like, oh, my, that just happened, you know, type of thing. I feel like they may come down to earth, you know, as he, you know, progresses on maybe a little bit better than uh, ba uh, Bajent, but uh, not someone that I want to overly invest in. I think if you're really hurting for QBs this week, he's probably the best of the lot. We had a lot of backup QBs taking the field this week. Will Levis is probably at the top of the list. Uh, in a single QB league, maybe he's worth a stash, but in super flex leagues, you know, he should definitely be rostered. He should definitely, you know, stashed on your bench for sure. You know, I always talk about, I think, that a lot of quarterbacks in their first debut, they're, you know, they're coming out as a rookie. Maybe you haven't seen him in a little while. Maybe they've been a backup on the bench for a couple of years, haven't had some recent film. They always start off really hot, actually. You remember, I remember Garden New Minshew coming in against my Kansas City Chiefs a couple of years ago. Had a hot start, you know. But, you know, Will Levis, he's obviously very talented. But, you know, I think this is going to be maybe his probably his best week of the year. It was it's like the defense always has a counter punch in a couple of weeks and he might have a little mm -hmm. bit of a hot start. But he's not somebody that I'm rushing to add, especially considering the Tennessee Titans could still be sellers at the trade deadline coming up. We talk, they've talked about shopping Derrick Henry pretty extensively. Mm -hmm. They've talked about as well shopping DeAndre Hopkins, even though he just signed a recent deal. So Will Levis, it's still, you know, you you hope that they fully turn it over to him. But, you know, I'm still a little bit hesitant. But if you're quarterback needy, you could do worse on your waiver wire this week. I think the main thing is, like, if you need Will Levis in your lineup, you're already in trouble. So you're already desperate. You know, take a look at the matchups for some of these guys that could be playing. I'm sure we'll bring them up, but like, you know, Jaron Hall is going to be going to be available. You don't have to overspend. That's really all I'm getting to is there's just going to be multiple options available. So don't corner yourself just because maybe you lost a quarterback this week or you think that you need to spend a lot on Will Levis. I think you kind of need to check yourself with the, uh, you know, with the FOB budget. As you mentioned, there is, of course, Kirk Cousins, unfortunately, appears to have a torn Achilles. Jaron Hall is the next man up there. Matthew Stafford goes down. I believe he has a thumb injury. Hope that look. Hope I've listened to a couple of Twitter doctors today. Uh, one from Fantasy Pros. I'm sorry, I didn't remember his name. He was discussing that he still believes it could be a sprain. Brett Ripen Reapin is the next man up there. Need to get better with my backup quarterback names, and then. Oh. Of course, Tyrod Taylor heads to the hospital, spending the night in the hospital tonight and is probably, you know, I would say probably a long shot to play this week. So 
Is there any between like Tommy DeVito and the names I just mentioned, is there any player emergency flex option in your waiver wire leagues? You know, you're in, you're in a deep dynasty league, waiver wires, nowhere other else to turn. Is there anybody that kind of gives you a little glimmer of hope maybe next week? Spot start. No, <laughs> absolutely not. None of those guys. I don't want anything to do with Jaron Hall, Tommy DeVito, Brett Rippon. I really don't want to have to lean on Will Levis either. I just feel like, you know, in four, even in 14-team single QB leagues, there should be somebody else out there. You may just have to, you know, actually pony up and make a trade for somebody. You know, I just don't think that you want to go into a game leaning on these guys that we really know nothing about. Will Levis, I think, was fortunate today. May not be so fortunate in Week 9. I mean, Hopkins had three touchdowns and only four catches. Every play was a big play. You know, I, we, we can't, you know, rely on that type of production to be consistent so you know i think there is some bustability to all of these guys and i want to you know be off of them as much as possible i think jaron hall is interesting in kevin o'connell's offense i think will levis is interesting just because this team can really lean on the run i guess those would be my two top options you know the rams with brett rippon there's some enticement there just because of like you know puka nakua and cooper cup and they should have to pass they should be from behind but you know for all I know, Matt Stafford may just play next week. He's an absolute Iron Man, you know. And Tommy DeVito, no, abs absolutely not. Zach, you know, go get Zach Wilson. You know, I think that's the answer. Carson Wentz, somebody I potentially mentioned too, maybe going to get a call. Why don't these teams roster uh, the best? Why don't these teams roster so the best backup? Apparently, Carson Wentz killed like a black bear, like an, an endangered animal, and he posted it on Twitter. And yeah. it like, yeah, people didn't like, you know, said post. So people hate Carson no. Wentz. He's he's been he, he was already really disliked before that, and then that happened like right at the start of the season. And I think like, you know, his probably his people, you know, like his agent or you know, if he can afford a PR person, was like, hey man, dumb dumb, what are you doing? Like, that's an endangered animal, you fucking idiot. Like, that's and Twitter, you put it on Twitter before you know pre X. Like, come on, come that's on, funny. no, and I like and he's. He's been hated in the Eagles locker room. He wasn't liked in the Indianapolis locker room. And he didn't have a very long stay in Washington either. So that doesn't surprise me. Daniel Cap Skeenan in the chat. I'm going to have to trade Hill and it sucks. Is there is do some context behind that? Or is Don't this do it. Find a way. Don't do it. I did it last year and it ruined me. But it did put me in a position to get the first overall pick in that league. And I and I drafted Tyreek Hill. So. <laughs> he yeah, ty uh, trading Tyreek Hill is a very tough right now, considering he's on well on pace for 2,000 yards. My running back as of now is ETN, he says, Monty, Ford, Moss, Henderson, Charbonnet. My wide receivers are Hill, Addison, Downs, Ridley, Deontay Johnson, and Lockett. Wow, you were dealing with No, nah, you're fine. What are you talking about? You're oh, fine. Man. What is the I concern? He's in a little trouble. Addison now, Ridley, you know, Addison having to deal with a new quarterback. Ridley, Deontay Johnson, Lockett, Downs has been Downs before. has been money. DJ got Wall, fourteen Waller's targets today. Time. Lockett's got money. Yeah. So what? He's got to pick up a tight end. You don't want to trade Tyreek Hill, the most, or I'm sorry, the highest scoring fantasy player right now, uh, maybe outside of CMC. You know, for upgrading your tight end position, which everybody's upgrading off the waivers. I picked up, you know, Chigakonkwa this week. Woo, Chig. You know, we had a couple of catches. Yay! It's not a zero. You know, I mean, I'd rather do that and keep. A guy like Tyreek Hill that can score me 20, 25, 30 fantasy points a week, bar none. 
you know, I if it's a redraft league, I'm certainly keeping Hill. Try to, you know, he's he can be a weak winner for you. So trust the yeah, process well, there. Hopefully he, he's talking about back. upgrading his running backs. He has Monty, who will be back probably after the bye. Ford was banged up, but he at least played. Moss has still been solid, scored a touchdown today. Henderson, not great. Sharb's not great. But, you know, you start the two, the best two. You can play the waivers. I like your receivers. Hey, yeah, Zach Moss is great. Jonathan Taylor's the best backup running back in the NFL nowadays. So, hey, Zach, go, go Zach Moss. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. How how kind of you, Jamie. I appreciate that. Uh, Jamie, our favorite listener, I always say so. Good shout out. Your most important take looks is is looking real bad, though. Come on oh, now. Oh, my God. I knew Your that. most important take is not looking good. Before we dive into any Deshaun Watson or any kind of shade on my behalf or talking about potentially getting my head shaven, which is looking less and less likely now because Deshaun Watson is going to probably miss enough games for me to get out of this bet. So before we do that, alternative punishment, I want to give one more shout out to our friends over at underdog fantasy underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite team all season long. Underdog has just introduced scorchers. Go five for five and pick them scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100 times your payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to one up to $500. $100,000 Sundays continue as well on Underdog Fantasy. Ten lucky players will win $10,000 each. You know, I, of course, on my Underdog pickings, I love picking the unders on some of these big player uh, passing props like Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. People love taking the overs on those. And, of course, Kadarius, Tony, and Sky Moore, you can bet the under on them every single week. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. The NBA Gambling Podcast also just launched their YouTube channel. In honor, we're giving away an MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie to one lucky winner. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie to submit your entry today. And make sure you subscribe to the MMA Gambling Podcast on YouTube. All right. We are going to dive back into it here on the Waiver Wire show. We talked about some quarterbacks. Of course, there's, you know, Justin was mentioning the bet before we went into the ad there about Deshaun Watson versus Jared Goff head shaving bet. I believe Deshaun Watson's going to have to play 14 games, though, and I know he's already missed three. So if he misses one more game, 13. I think I'm out. It's 13. 13 games? Oh. Yep. I mean, have Jamie or uh, have Jamie recite it for us or check the tape, but I believe it's 13. Oh, no. we'll have it's to, not we'll like have we to. don't have the, the tape to rely on. I hope, so. hope, I mean, I'll tell you now I'm rooting for him to miss. Uh, I don't want to root for any player to miss You've games, been rooting but. for him. You've been rooting for him. I need, I need an out for sure. Even though I don't think he's been healthy, I don't know if my take's been truly tested on Deshaun Watson. I I know you're giving me a look. Stop. I know you're giving me Stop a look. It. Deshaun Watson, not fully healthy. I think he could still be a low-end quarterback one when he is healthy. I think Ugh. he went out there in this offense with that rushing upside. I think he could be a borderline quarterback one. I don't know if it'll happen this season, but he's still somebody that I – I'm holding out a little bit of hope for, but it is dwindling fast. We'll keep it going on the waiver wire show, though. Up next, Taysom Hill. My goodness. Three top 10 tight end weeks in a row. A little bit of passing, a little rushing, a little receiving, getting it done either way. 
man, what, what are your thoughts? Because I'm willing to ride the, I'm willing to ride the lightning. You know, I, I don't, it's not going to really? last all season. It's not going to start him in. You want to start him in redraft? Like like to next I mean, week until this ends until this ends I, why not like I said it's I not guess, gonna last I mean, all season I just feel more comfortable in like weekly formats weekly formats like if you're doing like battle royales or DFS I'm, I'll yeah hundred percent cosign some Taysom Hill but in my redraft leagues like I just have to imagine I did better at drafting I mean maybe if I have some injuries or really bad bye weeks and I'm just you know that's what I'm left with cool but. There's like I mean, seven you, guys that you're definitely start. Like, there's like eight guys you're like excited to start over. I'm just trying to think of like a good starter sit question. Like, if you had Deontay Johnson or Taysom Hill, who would you start? Oh well, Deontay Johnson. I'm still going wide okay. receivers. Like, let, like let's. All right. Pull so up. it's like what? It's like what? Wide receiver four territory. What is it? Wide receiver and back end wide receiver three. I mean, if we're like if we're putting him in the in the in context with a wide receiver, that's harder. But Taysom Hill, I mean, as in far in context of tight end, I think he can be a back end quarterback one. I mean, tight end one. Yeah. Again. Okay. So I mean, you just have to be really so like Taysom Hill or Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram, just below that, like literally. Taysom Hill or David Njoku. I'll take Taysom Hill for now. Give me Taysom Hill. Njoku scored a touchdown today. PJ money, PJ money Walker. I mean, I mean, not so money, I guess. I mean, because he makes. If you like, give what, me like rest of season, I would take Njoku. But I'm not going to start next week. I'm going to start Taysom Hill next week. I'm going to ride. Like I said, I'm going to ride this train until until it's over. It's not going to last all season. It's going to end. Yeah. It could be next week, but yeah, I mean, considering the tight end, if you're in brutal, you know, if if you're having a tough time at tight end, like many people mm-hmm. are in fantasy football right now. I'm starting Taysom Hill because he's like he he's getting dialed up with a lot. I mean, it, he's playing more and more. He's playing about I didn't see the snap percentages today, but he's played over 50 percent of the snaps the last two weeks before that. So I love Taysom Hill. And of course, Daniel, thank you so much for subscribing. It means so much to us. If you know, if you're still listening, if you wouldn't mind giving a like subscribe rating, we would really appreciate it. I think, I think we're hoping. I think the alternative punishment you're gonna have to do your hair like mine. Like you're gonna have to go like gel up. I think that's gonna have to be the alternative because you're still losing. I'll do. I mean, you're you know, there's got to be something that's got to happen. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll I'll do something. I'll do something. We'll see. I uh, Deshaun Watson. I'm hoping you know, just Deshaun Watson, just come back healthy in two weeks. Okay, just miss you know, sit out one more game, you know, and then come back really fresh and ready to take on the rest of the season, Deshaun. All right. Coward's way out, man. Unreal. Unreal. I thought I took a safe bet. Most people did. Most people I told about this bet thought I was I was suckering you. That, that, that suckering was you. Suckering me. Check that the tape. The, that Check that the, the tape. Perception. I'm t- I wasn't Unreal. the crazy one. You you were kudos to you and being bold on Jared Goff, but most I feel like I was in line bold. with consensus on Deshaun. A little maybe a little higher than consensus, but well, you know, we, we talk about this every week, so you'll keep getting updates, everybody, on the head shaving bet. Up next, another impressive tight end that I'm very high on. Of course, if you know, we, we might have been drafting him a lot of underdog drafts, and it's finally paying off. That's Trey McBride. Yeah. He yeah. has tight end 11, tight end 20, and now finally a tight end two performance. 14 targets. Oh, my goodness. Mm. 10 receptions, mm. 95 yards, and a touchdown pass. Woo! Trey McBride finally coming on just in time for Kyler Murray about to come back. 
what's your thoughts on Trey McBride coming up? Maybe how much are you spending on a fab budget on him? It feels so good. It feels so, so good. He is my third most exposed tight end in best ball. Mania very, four. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So I'm oh, super hard on for Trey McBride, especially this week, seeing the production, looking at my phone going, boom, boom, boing. oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm spending the bag on Trey McBride. I'm, and don't get me wrong. Like if you're looking at Taysom Hill versus Trey McBride, I do recommend spending equal probably on both. I mean, like getting someone that can be that type of like surge for you week in and week out of Taysom Hill really is available. He's not really available in a lot of my leagues. So kind of, you know, comparing the two, I'm willing to spend a lot on Trey McBride just because I've been higher on him. Taysom Hill's like my fifth or sixth most exposed tight end. So, you know, m more so drafted him because of these potential spike weeks. But the guy that I think has the safest floor to the end of the season is Trey McBride because he's just going to get a ton of garbage time like he did today when they're playing from behind, trying to play catch up. The wide receiver group is just weak overall. It's a great situation. And it could get even better if Kyler Murray takes the field in a couple of weeks. They're saying that Dobbs is going to play next week. But again, Zach Ertz on the IR. We talked about it last week. Trey McBride bringing home the bacon. Absolutely love it. Like I said, ba 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 boing yeah, super hard on for this guy. Go grab him. Spend plenty. Uh, if 10, 20, 30 percent, uh, empty it. Trey McBride, you know, I'm always I, I always have a little bit more hesitancy on the tight end. Both players, Taysom <clears throat> Hill and Trey McBride. Somebody, Trey McBride, maybe a little bit more. So I would spend a little bit more on Trey McBride. Taysom Hill, 10, 12 percent, you know, 10, 12 dollars, whatever you have left. You know, if you hope maybe you have 30, 40 bucks, 50 yeah. bucks or whatever. Um Trey McBride, I'm a little bit more excited about long-term rest of the season outlook. You know, like I said, this Taysom Hill, you know, it's a wave and it's going to come crashing down at some point. But Trey McBride, the talent's there. Over 1,100 receiving yards at Colorado State a couple of years ago. He's a great athlete. Second-round pick. You know, there's, you know, this is the prospect profile that we love. So Trey McBride, very excited about him. The only concern I have just a little bit. Next week, I agree, Jamie. I would never feel comfortable starting Taysom Hill. I misread it, yes. Never do feel comfortable. Like I said, ride, ride this hot streak, and then you know when once he plays bad again, you can you can cut him again. So Trey McBride, though, I'm just a little bit nervous about the changing quarterback because it's you know it's always just a, you know the tight end targets are just a little bit more volatile. Just a little change in quarterback, even though Kyler Murray's a better quarterback, he might have a better rapport with the Rondell Moores, Marquise Browns. Um, well, for Michael sure with Wilson. Marquise Brown, he's he's been playing with him yeah. for a while. But yeah, I don't think Wilson. you'll have as much of a connection with, say, Michael Wilson because he hasn't been doing any yeah, work with Michael seen, Wilson. Yeah. You know what I mean? Trey McBride's uh, still there. Yeah, this is his second season. Yeah, he was drafted last yep. year. He's a he was an absolute bowling ball in college. I I just want to see him take off. Period. Yeah, that's Great what athlete. I have to do. Screw Waller going after McBride. Yeah, Waller's going to have a, has a hamstring injury history of right. hamstring injuries. Thirty years old, probably going to miss a couple weeks. So mm. if you have Darren Waller. If you have TJ Hawkinson, you might even want to pick up a second tight end because what if this is Jaron Hall next week? And, you know, we saw the New York Giants pass for seven passing yards today. Seven. It's I'm disgusting. Not saying and, they, and they covered the spread doing that. That's psycho. That's <laughs> that absolutely psycho. psycho. The, the Vikings, I think, you know, Kevin O'Connell is a better offensive coach. That's not going to get that bad, but you could see this offense just being a total train wreck with whoever's a quarterback. So considering that, mm -hmm. you know, 
TJ Hawkinson, you know, he's such a talented player, but you know, he could end up having, you know, just go, go and quiet because of that. So start certainly consider tight end. And I have one more name for you. Well, yeah. what, what are your feelings on Jake Ferguson? Dad, oh, I had, love Jake. Had a, couple, had a couple quiet weeks, but had just had a big week to, uh, today. No, are, are, yeah. Are, if Jake's if Jake's available, you got to buy him for sure. I mean, he's a he's a big target for Dak Prescott, and Dak Prescott historically favors the tight end position with his targets, and just the offense in general does for Dallas. So, yeah, Jake's an absolute buy. I mean, if he's available on your waiver wire, like that's a treat. You know, he is he's rostered on a lot of my teams. I had him on the bench today for some of like more of the premier tight ends. I did have. Him playing behind and Joku and Joku did luckily find the end zone, um, but I've started him alongside, like in my flex in some weeks, like started him with Mark Andrews, starting him with Travis Kelsey. So I, I have I have a lot of love for for some Jake Ferguson, uh, another guy that I've definitely hit on at least as far as like exposure wise. He's in my top ten for uh, tight ends this year and uh, an underdog. Jake Ferguson, Dallas. Uh, sh- turns out they should not have. They they already had their tight end of the future and didn't need to spend that second round pick on Hendershot. Hilarious. <laughs> Ferguson has seen an increase in snap count, plus he's getting targets. Yep, I like Jake Ferguson as a you know strong streaming option, maybe even a borderline tight you know right on that tight end one fringe as we get on later on in the season, and hopefully this Dallas Palace passing attack can get back on track. Before we get into the rest of the waiver wire show, though, I want to give uh, one more shout out to our friends over at Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for player for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, M- NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer as well tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which players have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bet- bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. And of course, if you are still listening, if you wouldn't mind giving a like, subscribe, rating, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. We would really, really appreciate that. It means so much. You know who I live rest of the season, Emerson and Bruni. We appreciate you, Justin. Jamie, we, we, you know, the the, the shout-outs and the compliments definitely keep us going. Jamie, it's, it's a grind. I'm definitely very busy between my real job and then this, you know, doing all this, the multiple podcasts a week, got a couple articles and producing a lot of shows over at Player Profiler, something else you should be checking out as well. We're going to keep it going on this waiver wire show, though. You know, he might be rostered, but it's only in actually under half of the sleeper leagues at the moment, 46%. That's we know we've been keeping on the quarterbacks and tight ends, and we'll we'll get into some running backs right after this. But should we just be starting Sam Howell at this point? It's ugly sometimes. It's a lot of sacks. But, man, the ceiling outcomes are there. I started him in a league this week. I, I, you know, I, I cut Geno Smith. I started him over Russell Wilson. You know, some, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm kind of streaming tight ends in this league, and he delivered against the Philadelphia Eagles defense. What are your thoughts, and maybe how much are you spending on him coming up? Yeah, again, this is another guy. If he's on your waiver wire, that's an absolute treat. This is not somebody that's available in my leagues. I actually, I was talking with an owner about acquiring him, 
And I, you know, kind of naked at the quarterback position. I drafted Geno Smith. He got off to a bad start. I started rolling with CJ Stroud. He was playing well. Now he's kind of cooled off. So I was like, man, I'd really like to get Sam Howell. I don't think I'd have to spend a lot for him. And I asked the owner, you know, what would you, what would you take for him? He said, Deontay Johnson. And at first I was like, eh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold. And I said, you know what? That's fine. Let's do it. And it's one of those situations you send the offer and then just, they just, they just leave it. They just ghost it. I was so sad. I was so sad. I uh, wouldn't have had uh, problems uh, last week or this week. That's for sure. At quarterback CJ Stroud kind of meh. So, you know, no, I love Sam Howell. I would definitely spend anywhere 15, 20 plus percent on him. I mean, he's in a great position, you know, because they do get sacked means they're not going to be running the ball on second and third down. So, you know, not, not the end of the world. We'll figure it out. <laughs> it, it gets done one way or another for Sam Howell. So, paid off you know i think in a lot of leagues i think yeah unless you have your uh, starter with a little bit of a safer floor you know but he's right in that dak prescott range right now that low he's, end quarterback. he's a qb1 low. man no he's he's got to be top 12 i'll see if i can pull it up in uh in one of my scoring in my uh, rankings i always have a hard time putting him there he sits right on the outside for me but he's he's been slowly sliding up though. new england though matchup coming up seattle seahawks it's a little tougher a little tougher um and then it opens up a little bit new york i wouldn't be too worried about the patriots i the patriots just like to buck up games sometime and bill belichick and is a good enough defensive coach i think maybe to out scheme sam howell he could you know he can outsmart sam howell a little bit so we'll find out new england has been a mess this year though no doubt about that we'll dive in qb 14 qb 14 yeah, he's he's had like just a couple really down performances that mm-hmm. have like brought down his total. But if you take out like the bad games, he's been pretty safe starting to two, you know, he's put two bad weeks together. But other than that, been mm-hmm. you've been pretty happy with Sam Howe's production so far. We've spent a lot of time on the quarterbacks, the tight ends, the little more polarizing positions, you know, for those who maybe dra- somebody like you drafted the Daniel Jones or Justin Fields that's disappointing you. Or of course the tight end landscape is always a disaster. If Bears featured Roshan, they'd be winning. Don't tease. Don't tease Justin like that. You know that's not true, Jamie. <laughs> hey, you, you think you think the uh, Bears are Roshan Johnson away, Justin? I mean, Dante Foreman scored three touchdowns last week. Chargers can't stop the run. So I'm just saying. I don't know. Yeah, Jamie, I, I think the Roshan hype, you need to you need to slow down the hype train till 2024. Jamie, we love you, but wait one more yeah. year. They're both they're one? both doing bad. Ro, Roshan is six for twenty one. Dante Foreman six for eighteen. I mean, two cooks in the kitchen. You, you know, you ain't making a pie. Sorry. You know, I I think you could have wrapped it up if they would have like came, come back and beaten the Titans today. But considering that, uh, I know Taylor Heineke did come in for Desmond Ritter today. However, you know, he, he, Desmond Ritter did get cleared from concussion protocol. So it was kind of, kind of like a Deshaun Watson situation where, you know, the coach cleared him or the medical staff cleared him. But the coach was like, I think we're good. We're going to keep in the other guy. So um, Taylor Heineke, somebody to keep an eye on as well. That's somebody we didn't mention earlier. So if Taylor Heineke is available, he's you definitely need to be scooping up in those deeper super flex leagues. But, you know, we need to wait and see. Could get turned over to Desmond Ritter for one more week. But it is certainly Desmond Ritter's on the hot seat. And, if, you know, one or two more poor performances, poor offensive performances in general. And it's certainly going to be the Taylor Heineke show. Smokey the Cat. 
Burrow, CD, Chase, Brees, and Taysom Hill giving me the easy W this week. Yeah, you started the right guys. You know, that's been a little bit. It's been, you know. I don't know how you sport. sit those guys. <laughs> well, other than Taysom. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, though. Those four guys, I'd like to see his record because you drafted those four players early on and they they have not been delivering the whole season. So I wonder if you're, you know, he's maybe this is one of those few wins he's gotten so far because I have a couple dynasty teams with almost this exact same four players, you know, a couple other mm -hmm. like Garrett Wilson changed out here or there. And I, you know, my sexiest dynasty teams are two and six today because, you know, the Bengals offense was a mess. Garrett Wilson's not quite what we wanted him to be there, you know, just this this that kyle pitts is disappointing that. it's you know the sexiest teams that i have you know not 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 performing you know which is which is why we talk about dynasty teams shouldn't just be pretty but we'll keep it on the waiver wire show here moving on to some running backs here I just want to maybe get your favorite names you know dalvin cook being talked about potentially being traded darrell henderson for the Rams, still got he didn't score the touchdown today, but still had a ton of opportunities. Amari DiMarcado, once again, you know, over 20 rush attempts, didn't didn't you know do a whole lot because there wasn't a score or passing work to go with that. But any any favorite, any any must add for those running backs, or do you have a favorite name for next week? Because you know, all those players, you know, even Henderson and DiMarcado, the starters could be coming back in the next couple of weeks. No, I would still go with those two for sure. DeMarcado would be the priority. We talked about him a couple of weeks ago. He was a must-add then, just based off of the lack of competition for touches. Keontae Ingram doesn't scare me. Uh, I think they had Corey Clement on the roster at that time. They signed Damian Williams off a of practice squad. Those those guys really don't scare me. They've been giving uh, DeMarcado a good amount of volume. I think it's going to you know continue down that that path for the rest of the season, at least until Connor comes back. And I'm not sure about the Kyrene situation, but yeah, I mean, if Henderson's available, he's he's a he's a better option than uh, than a lot of guys right now, just based on that volume that he's going to get. Yeah, I think you know, obviously, you don't want to break the bank because you know these guys are going to be coming back I would, soon. I, but, you know. I would spend a fair amount on Demarcado still because if you know if you need a win, you know you're going to spend more, obviously. Um, but also just because I don't want somebody else to get, uh, you know, a potential RB1, you know, for one or two weeks. Yeah, each guy, somebody I'm spending, you know, you know, the waiver wire budgets are getting more and more thin. If you have 30, 40, 50 bucks, I thought I spend 10, 12 bucks to get them, you know, especially short term so, window. Hopefully, hopefully you're running. Let me ask you about long. that. Let me ask you about that. If you have, uh, Let's say you have like $40 from now on from to the end of the season. How do you try to really gap that? Like, are you looking for like one guy that you can kind of make one last splash with and kind of hanging on to it? Or are you trying to kind of make like incremental, small, you know, spending opportunities? Um, unless there was a season ending injury, I'd just probably be, you know, spending it here and there. You know, um, a season ending injury or something like that can put a player in for a full time role the rest of the season. But these. <laughs> That's aggressive, Jamie. Demarco, you know, you're yeah. not a Demarco. I mean, Love Roshan Johnson, but not a Demarcado fan. Okay, all he's right. Been great. You know where yeah. Jamie's he had um, like one down week since he was like a starter. But you know, these guys who you know, you don't want to break the bank forty dollars and not have anything to spend in the fantasy playoffs for somebody who's just going to be a right. two week starter for you. So, just being a little bit careful with my dollars. Moving on here to, to let's try. You know, is there any like? Rashid Shahid, for example, 35% owned on sleeper. 
wide receiver four this week, but it's only, you know, he's he's the definition of boom and bust this season. Mm-hmm. Three big yeah, time rostered. Weeks, three, three wide receiver run weeks. What'd you say? He needs to be rostered, though, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Does he, do you think we can start seeing a little bit more? Are we seeing Derek Carr get healthy? Are you seeing any improvements? Or do you think this production is still going to be fairly sporadic? Well, it's going to be very sporadic when you have guys like Taysom Hill, you know, collecting, you know, or rushing touchdown, two rushing touchdowns, excuse me, catching the ball, passing the ball. You're just going to see a lot of different hands, you know, get their uh, their fingerprints on the football on this offense. You have Alave that's, you know, potentially the best receiver there. He's only getting like five catches. You know, you have Mike Thomas, Rashid Shaheed, Taysom Hill, now Alvin Kamara. So I think you really want to get exposed to the Saints offense in general. You know, it's really just picking your poison. Shahid has had a role. So like he's going to be there. If you see a domino fall with any injury and he gets just 5%, 10% more snaps, he's going to be of higher value. So you want to roster him. He would be someone you'd want to spend a little bit more on. I like Rashid Shahid. Definitely like the prime best ball play. You know, we say that, you know, I feel like everybody's a better best ball play, obviously, but he's more of like the epitome of that. A little bit lower down here, you know, I haven't gotten a chance to fully digest it yet because it's going on right now. And, you know, we kind of come on as Sunday night halftime, so we don't get to fully digest Mm -hmm. the Sunday night game. But Quentin Johnston made a couple nice moves. Yeah, get, getting a we, few more targets out there. Five targets we, tonight. So we far. saw Josh Palmer go down. Correct. Yeah, yeah I believe so he it's came just back. The, it's just the, came back. Oh, did he? Okay, I was going to say it's yeah, just the window back. opening. I mean, he came back. I mean, unless he got injured again, and, and since I've been watching, but he came back in the lineup after going down briefly. Mm-hmm. I know he did head to the medical tent, but he did come back out there. But he, let's, let's assume Josh Palmer's fine. Quinton Johnson, any. You know, is he a stash and you throwing anything on that? Maybe it's like a, even a free waiver wire bid this week. Um, yeah, maybe a free waiver bid just uh, just to get some exposure. I think that's that's all fair. Uh, but he's not someone that I'm interested in spending a lot on. No, just because you still are going to see a favoritism to Eckler and Keenan Allen. And, you know, you're still going to be behind the pecking order. It's not like a an elite upgrade. And then if you do have Palmer there, healthy, semi-healthy, still just eating into your snap share. It's not an ideal situation. Uh, Palmer, I think, was getting a handful of looks tonight as well. He's got four catches, just as many as Quentin Johnson, and a touchdown, just kind of showing you there is another layer of potential production ahead of him. Simi Fajeko, he stole one tonight, one for nine and a touchdown. Simi Fajeko coming out of nowhere. Not saying to go pick him up, but, I mean, what the heck? Like, you know what I mean? Like, anyone in this offense can score as long as they're touching the field. They're looking good with Herbert right now. Yeah, it's it's been tough for the Quinton Johnson owners. I I know a lot. Of, you know, I wasn't really one of them. He wasn't somebody I was extremely high on coming out of college. More of like my wide receiver four. So I didn't end up getting a ton of them. But I have gotten oh, you know, a ton of his questions from the listeners over the course mm-hmm. of the year. So Shahid only playing 100%. less than fifty percent of the snaps, but sees six to eight targets from Jamie. Yeah, that's why it's always a little tougher to depend on. But Derek Carr still getting the ball the plenty of looks for michael thomas and rashid rashid shaheed so definitely somebody i'm rostering cam Akers did score the touchdown today nine ru- <laughs> nine rushes for a whopping 19 yards but alexander madison was also shut down 
Cam Akers rostered in just over half of sleeper leagues. So, you know, maybe not, he's not somebody in deeper leagues, but with Alexander Madison, not giving us any juice, not that Cam Akers is, but do you see mm -hmm. any opportunities opening up? Is there maybe a little bit more of a run game forward now since Kirk Cousins is out for the season? Yeah, that's exactly where I was going. Just because they're going to have to run the ball more, they're not going to have a quarterback that can just you know sling a dart down the field. When Jaron Hall, I, I'm definitely more comfortable spending a little bit extra on Cam Akers if available. Because I agree with you, that's how the offense will have to shift. It will become more of a run identified offense. Rest in peace, your Vikings sh uh, Vikings shares. Ugh, ugh. I love the Vikings too. I love the Vikings at the beginning of the season. I was like, it's perfect. They, they, they play from behind all the time. They have a bad defense. They're constantly throwing the football. It was like a fantasy football player's dream. Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison, TJ Hawkins, and they were all going to pay off. Even KJ Osborne, they were all going to pay off. And then, then it didn't end they up didn't. happening. They didn't. Yeah, it's well, like the we'll, we'll see. Jaron Hall, maybe he has arrived. We'll see. Probably not, though. You know, I just, it's like the Vince McMahon gif, you know, that people like to post right. You know, it's like the popular one online right now where he's like, you know, on the verge of tears, you know, he's like about to be mm -hmm. talking about something that he saw back in the day. And she's like, yeah, man, the Vikings, the Vikings this year, you know, it, it hurts to think about, but yes, downgrade, definitely your Vikings going forward. Daniel back in the chat. Thanks for all the questions today, Daniel. We really appreciate it. Herbert is on the waiver wire. Should I pick him up and drop Foreman? Or, you know, I'll, I'll, Defer to you, Justin. You know, how do you think this Chicago backfield is going to uh, pivot once uh, just uh, Khalil Herbert gets healthy? I don't think you want to drop a Foreman. I, I still think that he, I mean, he he's done more in his short period than Roshan has done with a lot more snaps, a lot more rushing opportunities. They throw him the ball when he they throw Roshan the ball. He actually, you know, can get you some decent production out of the backfield, but. He's been pretty underwhelming thus far. Sorry, Jamie. You know, I'm not saying he's going to be in rest in peace situation here, but rest of season, I do prefer Khalil Herbert the most. However, you know, you're probably not getting him back to 100% for another week, maybe two. So I still want to hold on to Foreman. I would like to drop somebody else if possible. So if you want to share the, any more of your roster, we can maybe uh, dive into it. So uh, I still think Foreman's going to be valuable after this week. Unfortunately, there were so many people in love with Roshan Johnson this year. It drove up his ADP too high, so he wasn't a even a sleeper anymore. Pick up Roshan, Jamie. Mm -hmm. You're 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 a broken record, Jamie. Okay, like I said, put it on a T-shirt. Pick up Ro. Yeah. Roshan Johnson is isn't loved by his own mother as much as Jamie loves Roshan Johnson. So you know, find I somebody think something there. Find somebody in your life who loves you the way that. Jamie loves Roshan Johnson. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we got a few more topics to cover on the waiver wire show today. So please, you know, feel free to send us any questions or anything like that. You know, for somebody who I believe Kyler Murray now is rostered in 58% of sleeper leagues is a time where he becomes a must like are we like are we at the point now where it's like okay we we if you if you're in that 42 percent, you better be hammering on on kyler murray this week yeah i think you want to own him right i mean one quarterback league, like, you, like, you, like a must rot you know not a question who would you rather have for the rest of the season will levis or kyler murray kyler probably murray. kyler murray right easy 
Right. So yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a home run. I mean, Will Levis had the best production this week. If I mean, I, we could go through all these guys, Taylor Heineke, Kyler Murray. Okay. It's Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray, Brett Rippon. Yeah. It's, it's Kyler Murray every, every time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, so it's, I mean, it's a home run. But like, I mean, if, if he's in, we're talking about those guys, I think those guys in one quarterback leagues, you can leave on the waiver wire, but yeah, but, but for Kyler Murray, but yeah, you're not leaving Kyler Murray on the way. Why? So is he, no. you know, is he more in the discussion with, you know, is he bordering on the line of like a Dak Prescott or like that quarterback one territory? No, if he's healthy, he could be a top five QB. He's Kyler Murray. What are you talking about? He's been a top five guy in fantasy before. I mean, if he's at his best, if he's at his absolute ceiling, yeah, he's got potential to be top five week in, week out. He'll just run a lot. I like it. All over the place. All over the place. We'll see. I don't know if Kyler Murray will be running around a ton, just coming back from an ACL. Hopefully he comes back fully healthy. Like I said, he, you know, he's it's got to be hundred percent, but you definitely want to get some, you know, you want to get, get you a little bit of something, a little, little bit of Kyler Murray. If you're hurting a QB, I think. Why Unless not? I was desperate, I'd want to wait. Let, let's let's let, let him play a week, pr- prove it out there. See, see I don't think your league up. lets you do it. I don't, I, I mean, if he's still available, well, I just no, don't I think he lasts I'd this week. Up. I'd pick okay. him up, but I wouldn't start him. I wouldn't make, I would make, you know, I'd, I'd okay, make improvements before I started him. I'll say that. But Kyler Murray, I, you know, I, I picked him up on a, a couple leagues last week. So, yes, this is your probably, you know, this is your last chance because he's going to be rostered. You know, he, he could end up appearing next week, but I think it's looking more like week 10. It seems to be like kind of the, where the tea leaves are heading. So, probably just one more week of Joshua Dobbs. So, unfortunately, that ride's coming to an end as well. Up next here, you know, this is a little bit more of a projection. You know, this is kind of maybe somebody, one that's not everybody's on top of yet. Mm -hmm. But Pierre Strong, rostered in 16% of sleeper leagues. Jerome Ford, you know, Kareem Hunt, you know, the backfield's not 100% healthy. RB22 this week, 10 carries, 41 yards. Had a big catch for 41 yards as well. You know, is he a nice stash? Are you thinking, you know, is he, is he, do you see potential any valuable weeks down the down the line here? We're specifically asking about Pierre Strong. Yeah. Um, uh, it's a hard pass. No. Hard pass. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm just more interested in Kareem Hunt and Jerome Ford. I mean, Ford was supposed to be hurt and he played in this game, got back quick. Does that is that necessary if you have a guy that you really believe in and Pierre Strong? You know, I just don't think so. You know, I, I you know I have some deeper redraft leagues. You know, some ones that you know like three flexes and uh, you know a yeah, lot of bench yeah. spots. But so you know, I, I'm stashing him in a couple spots. So you know, I think he yeah. could be end up being a value. But running back down the line, like the talent. It's a Sunday night, Jamie. Where do you at? It's Sunday, Jamie. Jesus. It's tomorrow Jamie, holiday. About, Maybe tomorrow's Jamie, a holiday. Should I go to Should I go to sleep or go to the strip club? God damn. On a Sunday night, James? It depends on what city it's you're a school in. School night. It's a school night. I think James. he's in Cleveland. I don't think you should go to Cleveland on a Sunday night for to the strip club. I don't think so. Yeah, I think that you can see. see there's going to be some, some, you know, some typical Midwest work, working, working class girls. I, I don't know if that's. what I you feel like do. Sunday night is kind of like equivalent to like you know the noon shift. I mean, I'm not saying I know from you know experience. I don't, <laughs> but I'm just saying it's an assumption I'm making. You know, perception. You know, I'm just saying. Yeah, the the, the 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 yeah. Everybody just got tired from working the weekend. You know, the best the best ones probably. So Jamie, maybe, maybe stay in tonight, Jamie. I don't know. <laughs> uh, 
Retardo Bardo in the chat. Jesus. Some of these names, Jesus. man. It's always these names yeah. are crazy. Jesus, um, yeah. You're gonna get me in trouble, man. You're gonna you're gonna get right? me canceled on these airwaves, is what's gonna happen. Unreal. Um just got offered cup and mostert for Devontae and DeAndre Swift. What are your thoughts? It's pretty what even. Pretty even. Um I think I'm gonna hold no mm, that is tough. I mean, for uh, me, I think I have a tough. clear preference. I think I, that I want cup and mustard. That's what I think. That's what but I, think. I don't know about this Brett Rippin situation. You know, like if I have a clear if I have a clear scope of like missed time for Stafford, I, I could make an adjustment here because if Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy. I kind of like Devontae and Swift a little bit more. I don't know here. Um, I guess I think where, where Devontae Ad- Go ahead. Where Devontae Adams is at right now, I feel like is like where the disaster scenario for Cooper Cup would be if like Ripon was his quarterback. So it's just like it's it, like worst case, I think it's a wash, but I have a preference for Cooper Cup. And I mean Mostert's playing well. So it's just like Yeah. I think it's pretty even. I I think, like I said, I think it's a a fair trade. It's a fair offer. Um, Maybe you want to share if it's PPR. We could get a little more. (laughs) Maybe we can get another Uh, layer here that that gives me a signal. I mean. It's cup for me. I'm riding with cup and Mostert. I think, uh, is it Mostert or Mostert? I always say Mostert. You you always, you you say Mostert. I don't care. (laughs) I'll call Um, A-chan A-channel if I want to. I don't care. I love it. I love it. Yeah, just give the middle finger. He says it's guys. yes, it's PPR. I mean, yeah. I I guess I that my instincts agree with you. Like my inst, like I said, my first instinct was to go cup and Mostert, but I guess I'm just second guessing myself because of this potential Stafford injury. If Stafford's hurt, I just have to feel Cup is down a level or two. I just it's tough for me to buy, especially with Puka playing as well as he's playing as well. Like it's just, it's not like he's a lone factor there anymore. So. I think it's, I like I said, I think it's fair. My instinct says to pull the trigger on it, but I'm also hesitating. So take that as you will. One random question. And this is a, this is a question for me. Uh, Chris Rodriguez is the third most added person on sleeper right now. Why? I, I, I don't Antonio know. Gibson I, had a great game today. What, well, not what's great, happening? But... Did I, did it, am I missing a storyline here? Is, is like is Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson injured? Like asking anyone, anyone they, out there. They like to give him carries. He's got a big build. He didn't get you know. anything today. He didn't have a single. Oh, he didn't. Stat. No, no. Oh, usually stat. he gets like one or usually he gets no. like one or two. I have not no one. idea. I have no clue. You know who did perform well in that offense today was Jamison Crowder. What the hell? What the hell? Lord have mercy. Seven for ninety-five and a touchdown. That's not that just like right. random. That's, that's seven catches. You picking up Jamison Crowder this week? No, this isn't 2017. No, I can't do it. Damn. No. I mean, what if Curtis Samuels hurt for a while? He was, I think that's why this happened. No, I still think it's you hope it goes to Terry McLaurin and Deshaun Dotson. So I don't trust him. You know, I still think those guys are getting more work spread around as opposed to another guy coming out of nowhere. Flex Lord Chino. Hey guys, I need help badly. So Stafford's injured and there's not much on his injury yet. I have both Cup and Puka. Should I try to sell both of them right now? I mean, you Maybe know, not one. every. I mean, of course, if ever if if somebody's going to buy Cooper Cup as a top three or top five wide receiver, 
and somebody wants to buy Puka as a top 12, 15 wide receiver. Yeah, sure. You know, if you have a great, you know, the big giant offer, but most people are pretty savvy. Most people are aware, you know, most people are going to try to rip you off because of Stafford's uncertainty right now. So you can try to shop. Yeah. I think you're probably best waiting for, you know, I don't hate Puka as a sell right now, just because it's going to be really, I keep saying he keeps proving it wrong, but it's going to be tough for Puka to keep, performing as a top 12 wide receiver you know it's just mm-hmm. it's very difficult considering the state of the offense and a dominant player like cooper cup you know we've seen Devonte smith and jalen waddle and t higgins all have strong stretches but at the end of the day they all suffer a lot of the time because of that dominant player in their offense puka is a little bit of a similar situation so yeah probably not rushing to sell them y'all think amon ra will play i'm going against him and losing by 12 i have Devontae and gibbs left I'm not, you know, I don't have a good read on it yet. Justin, what are your thoughts? I, I don't either. As far as I know, he's going to give it a go. I mean, like most of the time when these players have these this sickness designation, it's they usually play. It's they usually play. But is it kind of like a like we saw what happened with B. John Robinson last week, the disaster scenario? So. I think you can drop, like you can drop it. You know, if you're projecting his points, you can drop it by a point or two. Maybe they limit his snaps a little bit, especially against the Oakland Raiders. That's another thing. If Detroit just starts kicking their ass, or is, mm-hmm. is you know, are they just going to sit Amon Ross St. Brown the rest of the game? So, still firing him up in my lineups. I'm not that worried. You should probably, you know, I, you should probably count on him, you know, having a decent game still, but a little bit worried, no doubt about it. Justin, anybody I missed? Any big name that you don't think I covered right today? Are you picking up uh, Jake Bobo? I think touchdowns in back-to-back weeks now. No, no, I, 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 no I Jake Bobo? not picking up Jake Bobo. I'm gonna keep letting Jake Bobo prove me wrong. I'm, uh, yeah, it made me sick today when J- Jake Bobo gets the rushing touchdown. It's just like not, not Kenneth Walker. You're gonna give us Jake Bobo on the three-yard line. Okay, okay, Seattle. Um. The game surprised me, too, how well Seattle performed against Cleveland. I mm-hmm. thought that was – well, the offense performed against Cleveland, even though they lost. Cleveland's defense has been pretty human recently. It's been pretty uh, pretty average. Oh, yeah, no, no, I'm sorry. I misquoted. Yeah, Seattle won. I'm sorry. So many games today. There's so many games. Like, it was a lot, actually, with all the games back on. Like, you know, no mm-hmm. bye weeks or anything like that. I was, like, scrambling, trying to keep up with everything. So, awesome. We'll wrap it up here. Justin, anything you want to shout out that you're working on coming up? Yeah, check in with me and Andrew this week for our starter sit conversation. We'll be back to it. <clears throat> we had like a nice little uh, midseason checkpoint episode last week. You can go check that out. And I'll be on Jacob Sports this Thursday again uh, with Pat Callahan talking this week in football. So come stop by. We got all the good stuff for you. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, Daniel, Jamie, everybody in the chat who sent us a question. We really appreciate you checking out the live stream tonight. You can check me out with uh, Gary. I do a little show with Gary now, just, you know, with the Face Off Sports Network, doing a little covering a little IDP action on Tuesdays. Do a few shows over there. You can check out some shows I produce for Player Profiler as well. Thanks for checking us out again. Have a wonderful Sunday, everyone. And good luck on your waiver wire shows. And no, you rock, Jamie. Appreciate it. Take it easy, everybody.